It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. And Patterson will try to take the Lions to 7 and 2. Derwin James is right in the middle from 41 yards. The kick is good. And the Lions come to Los Angeles and pick up another big win. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Ah, Dan Campbell, the Lions. Also, like, the song's really good. Jake, bring it up. Bring it up, please. LSU up by nine and feels like they're down by nine. Hashtag college basketball. To wake me up in March. Uh, Jim Nance with the call this past week and him and Tony Romo on CBS. Uh, Lions beat the Chargers 41-38 as we return to P-Squared, P-Squared NFL Awards. And Ken, to close last hour, we were talking about like why Dan Campbell's like a favorite in the market, why he's a deserved favorite, and kind of like if the Lions win 13 games this year, 13, 14, 15 games, like he probably just wins. So let's say that doesn't happen and the Lions like slip up a little bit in an unexpected fashion here. Um, give us a couple names or maybe just one name or whatever. Uh you think the door is open too? Should Dan Campbell slip up with the Detroit Lions here? Who could potentially step in the door here, coach of the year in the National Football League? Yeah, so just to start, this is going to be a subject. This is just my opinion. Like, this isn't, there's no math problem here. Um, a lot of the coaches involved are going to meet some of the basic criteria you would want from a winner. And then you're just, and you're going to have narratives behind them. So it's really just like, what do you think voters are going to do in that situation? So I'll I'll kind of take a stand against a couple of candidates and then for a couple of candidates, again, to, to beat a, like a potentially 12 and five, maybe 13 and four. Like, maybe it's more interesting than, like, I could, I could be persuaded that, hey, like, if they win 13, and this other thing happens it's close 14 i think you lose me completely to be fair at 13 i i think i'd still be confident campbell wins um but like we'll see and the the candidates i would be against the most that people would be into would be D'Amico ryan's and mike mcdaniel i would have like no interest in them and i guess siriani you could throw in there too just because i think they're going to lose a couple times and if they lose even like one more game i think he actually can't win um as a coach this year and a couple candidates i would be for so okay I, i'll explain why in a second against ryan's and mcdaniel and then four to beat a 12 and five like kind of wounded dan campbell <laughs> like a wounded lion i guess um kevin o'connell i think would definitely be probably my favorite candidate in that situation uh and i think sean payton would be like an outside uh, mike tomlin would definitely have a chance i have to mention his name as well and then sean payton uh i still think has a chance now 
the probabilities of all of this are different. It's not like every candidate has the same probability. I'll do McDaniels and Ryan's kind of why I'm against them, Nick. And then maybe we can talk about some of the other coaches that, that, that have a chance. And I gave three there. Uh, Ryan's for me, it's really straightforward. I know Peter King football morning in America on Monday said that Ryan's was his coach of the year at this point in the season. Also like that wasn't what he said the week before. And I think all of this is like very fluctuating. Also, no one else is saying that. So like, I, I'm, I'm pretty confident here that he's not ahead. His biggest issue is that the team's success is entirely being heaped on CJ Stroud and Stroud's performance. So again, we do this all the time. Like when a team's good, who gets the credit? And that's usually where you'll find your award winner. And it's one of the reasons I don't like Jared Goff for MVP. The Lions are gonna be really good. Have you heard anything about Jared Goff? That all you've heard about is Dan Campbell this year and how great, how great he is. How he's turned this thing around, fourth down decisions, like the attitude in the building, like it's like, you know, all this stuff, culture, whatever. It's not like, oh man, Jared Goff's the best quarterback in the NFL. You know, we saying that. So just like when the Texans win nine, 10 games, you know what people are going to be saying? Well, that's like, that might be the greatest rookie quarterback season we've ever had. That's what they're going to be saying about the Texans. And to be fair, like even when Peter King wrote that thing about Ryan's, the next seven paragraphs were about CJ Stroud. So you tell, you tell me if Ryan's is really alive to win this award. Seems really unlikely. I don't think the Texans are getting two awards at the end of the year. It just seems kind of... Also, they don't... They may not win enough games anyway. Stroud's going to win, but they may win eight games. They may win seven games. It's like totally possible still. Really don't like Ryan's. Really don't like the price. And then McDaniel, I feel like the die is kind of cast on how the Dolphins are going to be viewed this year, which is a really, really good team that's not a great team. And they could be a great team in the playoffs. They can win a bunch of games. They can win the Super Bowl. Like, that's fine. But that's not what the award is for. The award's for the regular season. They uh, they had their chances in the regular season. They choked on them. They played three really good teams. They lost all of them. So, like, I just, like, what am I supposed to do? And everybody thinks that, and everybody says that. So, like, that's not Including me. him, that's by the way. That's me reading what everyone else does. Right. Mike McDaniel said totally before agree. the Chiefs game, he goes, if we lose this game, that's what everyone's going to say is we can't beat good teams. Right. Guess what, Mike? You're right. Right. So, like, yeah, if they won out, would it be a fun discussion? If they won out and Campbell's 13 and 4, Campbell's still win and hate to break it to everybody. So, like, I just, like, that's that's where I'm at with those two guys. Big, big, big no for me on either of them at the price. Uh, and then we can talk about maybe the candidates that are, that are a little bit more interesting to me. All right, Nick and Ken here, Tremendous Football Thursday, talking Coach of the Year. We'll get to Comeback Player of the Year in a little bit. But, Ken, you had mentioned three names, and I would ask you just to talk about one more also. Like, in the Kevin O'Connell mold, but Kevin Stefanski, if the Browns are able to still get in, like be able to navigate them to the postseason in the wake of the Deshaun Watson season-ending injury. So like, give us your thoughts on some of the other guys. So like, Campbell's the favorite he's deserved. Don't like D'Amico Ryans. Don't like Mike McDaniel. Talk about some of the other guys that you do potentially like in this market. Yeah, I mean, I, O'Connell's the easiest case to make because everyone's already making it. Um, they've won five games in a row. I mentioned this last week, like Peter Schrager on Good Morning Football did a segment on how he's the Kevin O'Connell should be the coach of the year right now, and they haven't even won more games yet. Uh, they will also be the most directly responsible. So like if you like O'Connell, they're the most directly responsible for Campbell losing because they play Campbell twice in the last three weeks. So like that's how the pivot happens. They play each other. And if you think O'Connell's going to win and Campbell's going to go 12 and five, probably means the Vikings are at least splitting those two games and the Vikings are getting a game off the Lions and Campbell's record gets worse as a result of that. So like, that's an easy case to make. I'll just say like, from a betting standpoint, like, should I be betting Kevin O'Connell right now? I said this a couple of weeks ago and I, and I mean it. And I said it going into last week's game. I think he's live to win. I think he's a really interesting candidate, but like their margin for error and Sean Payton's margin for error is almost zero here and they're playing each other. So like, I don't know why you'd bet it when you could just bet. If you think O'Connell's like, I think he's going to win coach of the year. I think they're going to just bet him every game. 
Like, again, we said this before the Saints game. Like, I, I got my Kevin O'Connell coach money already. I bet the Vikings last week. Now I got my money. Now you still have to wait, and you're still going to lose to Dan Campbell, probably. Like, think about it. Like, they could win all these games, and he still may not win. And Dan Campbell still might win coach of the year. Wouldn't you just like the money? Like, wouldn't you just like it immediately? Of course. So, like, if you like O'Connell, just keep betting the Vikings because they have to keep winning. And if they lose to Denver, Sean Payton's going to take over that win probability anyway. So, like, that's my O'Connell thought. Like, yeah, he's super live. I'll just, bet, I, like, if you like him, just bet the Vikings. Like, it's really easy. Um, Tomlin, it's, I, I don't even know what to say. Like, he can win. Does anyone think they're going to keep doing this? How many games do they have to win for him to win? I actually, he would be the candidate I have the most uncertainty about what's going to happen. Not even like, <clears throat> excuse me, not even like how many games are they going to win, but how many does he have to win to win this? He goes over 500 every year. If they go nine and eight, is he going to win this? If they go 10 and seven, is he gonna, that's like a normal Mike Tomlin season. And he hasn't had the quarterback instability he had in a couple of the other years. Like what's the right number for him to win? Is it 11, 12? more like I, I i this is the one where it's like i don't even know like i don't even know what it is but i do think if o'connell and him both have strong seasons my subjective opinion is that o'connell definitely wins over him if they both have really because look at like oh, it's easy like it's an easy case to make o'connell is winning with like josh dobbs and no justin jefferson mike tomlin's had a full like both mostly full roster the whole year and they're getting out gained in every game like it just like what okay like, I'll pick O'Connell. That's easy. That's like an easier case to make. Everybody likes the Vikings, I think, too. So that's kind of Tomlin. Like, yeah, he can win. I just, I, like, I don't know why I'm making the bet. Like, I think I would have other coaches ahead of him. And then Stefanski, uh, previous winner of the award. You would wonder if that actually hurts him in this situation. Like, he just got it a couple of years ago when they made the playoffs. And I think the biggest thing is who gets the credit, right? You're right that he'll he'll get like the pat on the back for sure for everything that's happening and turning it around like who gets the credit they have the best defense in the league that's who gets the credit so who gets the credit the best player on that defense miles garrett wins defensive player of the year if they like it's it's easy credit to see coming so that would just that's again doesn't have to play out that way that's just kind of how i think it's going to play out so like i i don't really want to bet any of these guys but i like these teams like i want to bet the vikings in more games i want to bet the broncos in more games i want to play these teams down the stretch but my concern is if i just bet coach of the year and don't bet the teams and they win these games i may still get nothing because campbell may just win like that's that's the problem in this situation that's really interesting on coach of the year there great breakdown as always from the the goat of award betting our guy ken barkley um anything else here on coach of the year we want to do like at least start comeback no, I mean, I, honestly, I don't even know who another name we could bring. I guess uh, I'll bring up one more name just to do it because, okay. like, this guy this guy can win. If Sirianni runs the table, he's going to win. Like, he's going to win. They have one loss. They're, he's going to win. So this is this is why John Harbaugh got a ton of buzz uh, a couple weeks ago and in the midseason content because they, they only lost a couple games. Now they lose, and it's like you, you actually have, like, a 0% chance of winning, even with three losses. If, if they go through this schedule and they just beat everybody, he wins. Here's the problem. The price for him to win coach of the year is like 15, 18, 20 to one. If you think that's going to happen, just bet him in all the games. <laughs> like it's really straight. And again, get the money. Like why not just get the money and not have to wait till February for Dan Campbell to win? Like why? Like just, if you like the team, play on them. Like that's the problem with all these coach of the year guys. The margin for error is so small and Campbell's so good. Just, just play on. And by, it's just worth noting again, if you want to bet in this market this week, yeah, Campbell's seven and a half at home against Justin Fields. Where, where's his price going? Like, I love I love Kevin O'Connell. I like the Vikings. They're dog this week. 
Like, what? where are we going? Like, what's what's going to happen to these prices? Just look ahead a little bit. Like, again, if you like these coaches, you like these teams, we like Denver, we like Minnesota, just play on them. Play on them in the games the rest of the season, find spots to bet, you know, best number available, whatever. That That's how I think you play on a lot of these guys. Eagles went 14-3 and three last year. Let's say they lose one more game and go 15-2. and two. Campbell goes 13-4. and four. Definitely Dan Campbell. Uh, my opinion is Campbell would win in that situation. Sirianni won three, lost three games last year. He was not even a finalist for the award. He wasn't even in the top three, and they went fourteen that? and three. One game improvement. He's gonna he's gonna go from not a finalist to win. That's like a tough case to make. All right, good stuff. Uh, we'll 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 hold comeback player of the year coming up for for next hour on the show, the final hour, the power hour of the program. Where Demar Hamlin remains the favorite, minus two hundred right now at our show sponsor, BetMGM. So for the people watching us right now on Stadium, we are saying au revoir until tomorrow at 4 o'clock Eastern time. So if you want to check out the final hour of the show, the Power Hour, I would strongly recommend you doing so. Flip on over to twitch.tv backslash betql, twitch.tv backslash betql. We'll talk comeback player of the year. We'll give you our bets for tonight in the National Hockey League, bets for tonight in the NBA, side total and props for the Bengals and the Ravens on Thursday Night Football, and we'll get bets for tonight and for the football weekend from Evan Silva from Establish the Run. All coming up in the next 60 minutes. Again, if you're watching on Stadium, flip on over, twitch.tv backslash betql. QL, the final hour, power hour, coming up right after this.